0: Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Oh boy, here we go again. You know it doesn't take to, it doesn't take long with the society that surrounds us nowadays. I, I mean. You know, on one circumstance, you have people out there currently trying to destroy our entertainment. Then you have other people who started off in entertainment in a way and are currently in political offices that are destroying the fabric of that, too. You know, the serious side is foolish, along with the foolish side, which should be to, you know, inspire enjoyment in life. And both of them are now just giant fudges. I, I look at it with not only, buzz, I look at it with disgust, and with a bit of why are we even in this situation right now? Y- you know, like how did in hell did we get to this point? And of course, the ongrowing scum of racism nowadays. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what? Why? Why are we even doing this anymore? And it gets to the point where, you know, you try to to explain, like, why it's still a thing, why it still exists, but it never really helps you. You know, I had to delay this episode simply because of that. I had to take some time to do a little bit more research because, you know, gonzo reporting is not good, especially when you just need to talk about the hard facts. And when it gets right down to it, more and more scum is coming out. Not to mention they all have a connection to 45 and Office. I mean, Acosta's gone, so we don't have a Secretary of Labor anymore. Epstein, uh, considering if you knew him before his controversy or something, he was a talking town. He was an elitist, and you know, he was all about being a people person, but not in the same way you think of him as. Especially with those, uh, in other words, just hide your kids, okay? But let's get into it because welcome to the J Man Show here on K three sixty Radio. going on j360 legion this is the j man of course back behind the mic again after the whole week off i gotta let you all know this right it was well worth it because um not only did i manage to get some certain plots taken care of i managed to go ahead and make the uh, wordpress look a little bit better and a lot more organized you see we're everywhere now j360 radio is not just on soundcloud it's not just on spreaker Or, hell, it's not even just on Radio Public. Matter of fact, I think we got a little outpost on Anchor, if I'm not mistaken. We're pretty much growing in so many ways. (laughs) I think there's some small little areas. I think think Breaker has us, too. And I was like, who the hell is Breaker? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a small little podcatcher. But to to anybody out there who's always looking for the J360 radio shows, pretty much any podcatcher has us now. I would love to say that. I mean, I would like to say, like, the best way for me to keep track of you all would be to, uh, well, I want to say so I can keep an eye on things, would be Podbean at best or Spreaker or even, you know, iTunes, I'd like to say. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm working with iTunes right now. They got the wrong feed for the mini bites. How the hell is this a thing? Uh, You know, know, (laughs) like I said, it was a successful week. But there's still some little ironing outs I need to do. But not 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 bad to the point where it can't be done. Uh, for those of you that have been looking at the YouTube channel, yes, I, I got an announcement on that to make. There are not going to be any more full-length J360 Radio episodes over there. For, for obvious reasons, guys. Because right there you're looking at the new faceplate for J360 TV. So... That area right there is going to be worked on. As a matter of fact, it's going to be worked on right now as I'm pretty much doing the show tonight. I got a little bit of multitasking going on right now. Even though I just want to sit back and play Mega Man 11 because that's the only Mega Man I have not played as of right now. So, you know. It was, hey, let me tell you this, right? You can't blame me for that. How long has it been since we had a true classic Mega Man sequel? I mean, and don't bring up Mighty Number no. 9 because, you know, spiritual successors are one thing, but when you get the actual sequel to something, it's very fulfilling, you know? And I just look at it this way. I'm like, okay, maybe 12 could be the one that shows the connection with the X-Series, maybe? But then again, you know, the X-Series are kind of hit and miss, too. I, I have um the collection for that as well. I need to go ahead and just play through all of them. Hell, I need to just put it on the Power Play. But, you know, hey, I've already said too much. But considering you have me for the next, uh, you know, 20, 25 minutes, you know, you're just going to have to deal with it. But yeah, it's been a busy week while I was off mic. I mean, I don't know exactly which one to talk about. Maybe I should have like a, imagine the wheel of fortune, if you will, and put Trump's face up there, put Epstein's face over here, put Acosta's face over there, or hell, I should just go ahead and put those guys on a graph or something like that. Cause they're all connected with each other. But <laughs> I should have the roulette wheel for this kind of thing. You know, just click it and spin it around and just see where it lands. And that's pretty much the subject or the talk in town. If it ain't a race lifting Hollywood or pretty much a LBGTQ baiting society, it's always something stupid coming from the political game. And then, of course, you know, from the social elites out there. Oh, yeah, they do nothing wrong at all, right? Wrong. The thing about it is, is this. You have a guy who was pretty much a broker, a person who handled money. And not only that, he loved to handle <laughs> very young women. I mean, this guy had it going on for how many years of doing all these sex crimes and stuff? And he thought he could beat the system. He thought that he could get bail and never have to face, <laughs> face trial for it. I'm like, what? Really? That, that's where we are now. You know, like if you got people out there who will beat the system and do what they can to beat the system, you know, they will find a way to do it. And Epstein is no exception, especially when the new judge. Well, I think it wasn't the new judge. It was the judge that was there when he was indicted. He uh, clearly states, no, not at all. You're going to face your um face your trial. And this is going to be interesting to see where this goes, because, I mean, where there's this one, there's others out there, too, that are just. Getting away with you know the whole system. I wonder about the whole thing with Weinstein. Like, did the Weinstein thing ever get resolved? You know, because I've I've been wondering that for years. I have yet to see him in front of a judge. I'm yet to see anything about his indictments. So, um, I don't. I, I it's 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 weird to me how we are even in this situation now. But uh, it's not weird to me the fact that he got <laughs> you know he got arrested. Thank God. But of course, you know, Trump being Trump, you know what he did, right? He went ahead and threw him under the bus. He said, I wasn't really a fan of him. I mean, come on, dude. These are people you hung out with. Now, if there's one thing I know about Trump, other than the racist, highly racist connections, I do know that the man does party with people he believes us on the same level as him. Especially Jeffrey Epstein. And the thing about that is, he, um... The thing about that is Epstein this is not the first time he's done this he actually entered a plea deal with uh Acosta in Miami and you know he used to he was a US attorney then then he became our secretary of labor and you see it was mishandled in so many ways and then like the journalists were getting all up in that ass and he was like you know um uh, uh, I-, I think I'm good to recuse and you see um under that plea agreement that was made by Acosta, he was allowed to plead guilty to lesser state of prostitution charges and made to register as a sex offender. So that's where the registration came from. But you see, he. I, I feel sorry for the victims. I really do at this point because some of these girls were as young as 13 and erotic massages remember when those used to be fun like i mean on consensual ways like you know you and your lady be sitting there and y'all be doing erotic massages and stuff like and it was like an art form and you know you could always change it up with whoever you were with at the time but now it's 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 not like that anymore things have really changed because see that's on the list of you know offensive touching and without permission, which can be u- utilized in so many weaponized forms. But that's the source of another episode for, like, weaponized Me Too. But right now, I've noticed all this going on, and I have yet to see anybody from the Me Too movement say anything else. Have you noticed how silent they've been since this Epstein thing came out? And by the way, that deal that we were talking about for Epstein, it also included immunity from immunity from federal prosecution... And a 13-month sentence where he spent most of his days at his Palm Beach office. So, dude's still down there at the beach. It's, uh, God, man. I mean, this is sad. But, of course, you know, there were some, some women that spoke out about it. And, of course, you know, I mean, it's not saying that the Me Too movement wasn't there. But these are women that are, you know, other women that are actually speaking out. They're not lumped into that same unit. But at the same time, though, they had to speak it out. And it's just, oh, my God. it really. This rabbit hole really goes deep. Hell, I should make a full episode with just Epstein's story. But, you know, I can't do that right now. Oh, my God. And he, and some of these people try to say, like, his attorney even said he didn't know that some of these people were underage. He knew that he didn't know any of his visitors were underage, but he said that he knew he was able to have visitors that were under the age of 21. What the hell? I don't know. I don't know anymore. But I do know this article. If you want to read up on it from what I'm reciting from, it's courtesy of NPR News. So, you know, NPR News is a pretty reliable source. I mean, you know, you can go on a tangent about how CNN is. You can go ahead and tell me about fake news. But I've already covered how crazy our journalism system is, you know, with um, episode 43. And not only that, but... See, like, sex trafficking and, you know, human trafficking in general, which is a horrible crime, is never spoken about on mainstream networks. It's an ongoing crime, and it happens here a lot more often than you think. And sometimes when you're in a stupor mood or anything that they can try to get you and stuff, go ahead and try to tag you with a barcode and put you somewhere. You know what I mean? And sometimes just to put you to work. Not just sex, put you to work. And just treat you like a tool. But it is one of the biggest constant crimes out here, but nobody ever talks about it. And it's like, gee, what, what kind of news are we covering in general anymore? You know. Speaking of coverage, uh some of you have asked me why don't I talk about Trump as much as I used to during like the first season going into the second season. Well that's a good question. Well well, allow I me mean, to answer it. The reason why I don't talk about Donald Trump as much as I used to is because he doesn't do anything that I don't expect him to do. You see what I'm saying? It gets boring to talk about him. Uh, if anything, like he'll say something outrageous or he'll go ahead and he'll bring about these ridiculous promises that don't serve anybody. And I've spoken about him almost every episode to the point where it was just becoming more you know, close knit. And it's me repeating myself often. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say that, Hey, you know, I'm automatically a crazed leftist kind of person. And I just dislike him. Believe me, there's parts about me that's very Republican, but the thing about it is there's other parts of me too. That's pretty liberal, but I look at it this way. It's like, I never voted for him. I voted, but I never voted for him. And you see, the thing is, I keep telling them, hey, prove me wrong. Hey, try to do something that benefits all Americans instead of the Americans you want to benefit. Instead of those racist people out there who think that, hey, guess what? Just because somebody's getting somewhere and they're not the same race as me, all of a sudden, the world's coming to an end. I need to be high and mighty. I need my ego stroked. I need to feel really strong in my small little peen. And what's really stupid about all that stuff is, that's out there in life. There are people out there who to this day are still trying to sharpen their knives to the point where they're like, hey, you know, what, I, I don't want to see black owned businesses. I, I don't want to see Hispanics uh, owning houses and being doctors. I don't want to see any of them involved in politics at all. Not not in my America. I can't handle it. You know, even though that this last congressional class that went by has a whole flow of different women involved in it. And then Trump had the nerve. Well, I, I always wanted to You see, Trump really doesn't read, and Trump really doesn't do that much posting. I mean, he's at least admitted to that, and it turned out to be true. But the thing about it is, I wonder what stooge he had to post all that nonsense about, like, you know, the the women are being a distraction and that, you know, they're being racist too, which is weird because half the time they're not. And then comes the point where he also says they, if they don't like it, they should go back where they came from. And when you think about it, three of those women that were involved in that lump sum there, they are actually born here. You see... That's no different than telling somebody, you know, hey, if you you just make if you don't like it, leave it. And like I said in a previous long time ago episode in the first season. To hell with you. This is my home. This is my home. America is my home. If there's nothing right in my home and I'm paying taxes and I'm running a business, which I am, and I'm also working at a state of a state of business to go ahead and keep things flowing for you know my personal gains and stuff because hell j360 productions take care of itself but here's the thing right as i keep doing that stuff i invest a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of stance in this country and why me doing that in addition to doing my civic duty hell fucking yeah yeah you know what hell we'll make this an explicit episode too hell yeah I'm going to go ahead and speak about it if nothing's right. It doesn't matter about rank at this point. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter about how you feel. Because, you know, people out there all around me, in the J360 Legion, outside the J360 Legion, in the Podverse, or out there in the filmmaking industry, or anywhere, have different viewpoints than I do. And I am so open to them. I like hearing what people have to say, but you got to hear what I have to say, too. And the thing about it is, is this. I don't like Trump. But I don't try to follow on that bias as often. I just realize the guy just doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And then I also look and see, like, even if he is being president right now, he's not benefiting things for those important people who are minorities. He doesn't seem to care about a minority unless they are making about as much money as a former football player or somebody that's up there in social elites. I mean, <laughs> I wish I had kind of had Kanye West's money for a little bit. Though at the same time, I probably could get it if I just keep grinding and doing what I got to do and make big time markets and stuff. And who's to say that I won't? But at the same time, it's like you look at these things. He, You know, he doesn't know you or me at that level of the working class. He doesn't know you or me if you're, you know, say you're going to McDonald's and people are dogging you for going to McDonald's simply because you work there and you just bring home that check every other week. And that check usually gets, you know, either it either gets um, held up by taxes or it gets held up by bills you have to pay and other responsibilities. While at the same time, you have to deal with either the stupidity of the place you work at or the stupidity of the people you live with or so on and so forth. And then, of course, if your parents, well, you know. That's just a responsibility that doesn't change until that kid's at least 18. And even then, you wonder what the world's going to be like after all this because of all the things that happen, you know? And it's so sad because we are in that cluster all the time. And it's just, why, why, why now, you know? Like, when you think about it, like, way back when, people were always optimistic about the future and what it could become. And it could become anything you wanted it to be. The future belongs to everybody, not just women, not just men not just the LBGTQ, everybody. That's what I. That's equality right there. But when you got some people who cannot handle that, or they'll go ahead and they'll try to contest you on your stance about that and try to be president for everybody so that there's a round table, not a long table, you know what I'm saying? Not a pyramid either, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. You, you want something to benefit everyone. I mean, chances are it's not going to be the way that you may have um, thought it would serve you. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be something of favoritism for you, per se. But it's a way of having balance and trying to achieve something. Because one way or another, like, if you're an American, then let's be real. We have the freedom to do everything that we want to do in this country. But if you're an American, you got to remember this. This stuff comes with price tags. And you see, not only are we citizens, we're consumers. And as we are consumers, what we invest in is usually of our own making and our own self-interest and how we get to where this point is. So you figure, if you're not interested in the way you are paying for that home or that car or that cell phone or whatever the hell your expense is, then, then what the hell are you complaining about? You didn't have to go for it, right? That's something that you didn't need. And then after a while, you look at other people and you get jealous of them because they seem to be more better off than you are. You can make that change so you can be just as equal to them instead of playing the grass is always greener. However, you can't think about stuff like that if you're too busy feeding into why not me? Why not this? Or you feed into whatever sort of negativity that Trump is. Now, I got to give Trump this, okay? Trump knows where to hit us. He knows where to trigger us all the time when he went back on that tan- when he went on that tangent about all those women. And like I said, if you don't like it, leave it. No, no, no. To hell with you. I stay here. If nothing is right in my country, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to vote and I'm going to fix it. I'm going to work as hard as I need to work and I'm going to speak my mind on the issue. And you see, the thing about it is I'm not going to gonzo report it. Oh, no, 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 no. You would love for me to delve into my emotions, but I'm going to hit you with some facts. It is not right about those detention centers on the other side of the country right now. It is not right the way he handled Puerto Rico. It is not right the way he's handling Flint, Michigan. Which, by the way, you know what? Good luck to all you all that are still out there and have to resort to different kinds of water sources. I, I, I got to commend you. That's surviving right there. But you see, the thing about it is, it's like some of those forgotten people he talked about, yeah, they're still playing the Forgotten Game, and then some. And then you take a look over at these women he was talking about. You know, like, a lot of us have our problems with AOC. A lot of us have our problems with various with various representation in our government. We all do. But here's the beautiful part. When it's time to get those people out of office, simply by using the electoral process or whatever, how come a lot of people don't stand there by their message To get those people out of there. The voting is the way to do it. It's the diplomatic way to do it. I mean, I'm sure there's other ways you can do such a thing. But let's keep it clean and safe for right now. Yeah. But it's a bitter pill to swallow. But if you're not willing to go the extra mile and practice these things while you have them within reach, these people will happily take them away from you. For a while there, Trump wasn't open to certain ideas. And he still isn't open to certain ideas. And then his followers... And then everybody's like, look, oh, we're not impeaching him. Be careful when you use the word impeachment. Cause you got to understand exactly what the process of impeachment is. There are people out here that legitimately want this guy to be president. And as he is president and as he is doing all this dumb stuff, there are people out here that think he's doing a great job. And unfortunately, when you impeach somebody, especially if they got such a big annoying track record like him, You see, then people start to want to go ahead and say, oh, it's war now. I'm ready to riot. I'm ready to cause some trouble in the streets. I'm ready to do all sorts of things. I'm ready to just be all half-cocked and go ahead and do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Because they they just went ahead and and, and, and impeached my favorite president. I can't stand by that. America! Yeah. See, they, they don't realize what their favorite boy has been doing. They don't realize, like, you know the dangers of that kind of mentality. Nobody ever realizes something like this unless it's too late. And you see the thing about Nancy Pelosi is even though you're making fun of her. And even though some of y'all are probably saying, Oh, she's just weak. She, she just buckled under pressure. I'm sure she probably seen some stuff that we are not capable or ready to process, especially when it comes to the Incompetence Inc. administration, which is barely an administration because if you've noticed, a lot of the people there that are supposed to be representing certain offices are woefully inept at it. And then a lot of them either A got fired or B just left of their own accord because you know what? It's just too foul over there. He has an incomplete cabinet and just totally, totally doing this stuff. And it's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? Because all of those offices could have been represented by somebody who knew what they were doing. But when you have somebody who lives hedonistically like Trump, you know, and Trump believes that money is no object and nothing has a price for him or anything that he can pay, you know, all the stuff that he does to our country from here on out. It's not about just a price tag or money. It's about like everything else that's a standpoint. And that's what many, many people are forgetting. And then at the time, you're like, why in the hell is this even a thing? And then I look at it, and, you know, like I said about those four women earlier, I mean, the fact that he said that those women are ready to go to war, and as they should be because they already are in a war in a way. You know, quite a lot of women I know, you know, are fighting for where they need to be at, and I look at them from time to time, I'm like, all right, well, I just hope your end game is as reliable as your um, starting point right here because if you become as corrupt and as vile as the rest of these people are you were no different that's all i gotta say about that but when it comes to uh certain racist overtones and stuff oh you can see it's right there in the message no matter how many times they try to dullify it and stuff like that remember you can't call a racist a racist believe me they fall apart at that even though they do racist things and all sorts of crummy overtones and stuff they can't handle it they cannot handle being pretty much their definition even though that's what they do it's the saddest thing in the world but you know i got some friends that say you know i don't agree with trump all the time and, and i don't you know but i think he i right. i'm like you probably think he's all right because he's done something that has not affected you yet but as soon as you see that effect oh yeah you're gonna be talking about how bad he is then you're gonna be talking about like hey we should have done something here and there and at that point me as who i am I've done what I need to do. I've moved on because now I got to think about the next person that's going to go ahead up into these seats. I got to think about keeping them honest, too. And yes, I will be just as hard on a Democrat candidate as I would be a Republican candidate, which is Donald Trump. And then when you think about impeachment now, a lot of y'all are still pushing that. Uh, I think recently they said they're not going to go for any more impeachments on him which is kind of smart because you see we got that new election coming up which is which is good and if these new candidates out there actually do something that's for all Americans and can really beat that Trump platform which is possible to do then maybe they have a shot and maybe you know we can have some sort of stability if people are willing to change for it but then i also think this right i also think why in the world do you think trump does these things think about it why why does he do all these things this isn't the first time and it damn sure won't be the last so think about it Why, why does he do it because it distracts us if you haven't realized by now a lot of the times he does one thing but says another and then vice versa so as he did not get that whole citizenship thing put on the census which is illegal, but he tried so hard for that. That's all I heard about, you know? What, what about infrastructure? Anyway, anyway, totally different argument. You see, as we're all fighting and we're pointing fingers at each other about our own biases and false beliefs and fallacies and all sorts of things we forget that our social elites they don't care about us so they keep coming up and they can go ahead and do whatever they want to do because they already have tricked us and bamboozled us into going ahead at each other's throats and we really shouldn't do that a lot of people have forgotten the gist of what makes a pretty successful argument an argument should not just be about semantics an argument should be about your stance the facts behind that stance and the support for it And you should hear what somebody else has to say, too. If you can't do all that stuff, you really shouldn't be debating. And debating is supposed to be one of the most natural things we can do. A lot of people can't even handle this with movies and pop songs or hell, not even pop songs, just all music in general. Like people cannot handle these kind of things. And and it's pretty much a setback. Because either we had it too easy and we got lazy or B, we really need to work on ourselves. And, you know, as I look at all of Trump's cronies and stuff like that, they have skeletons in the closet. And Trump himself has skeletons in the closet. And it's stuff that's already been covered. And it's stuff that's just like, you know, once again, we're just talking about this to the point where we're beating a dead horse. And Trump is that horse. And the thing about it is, I can't waste any of you guys in the J360 Legion's time with it unless it's something of significance. And unless it's something that, you know you and I, if you've been paying attention long enough, already know about. So that's why I don't talk about them as much as I would, you know, because I already got time to go ahead and see which one of these other people out here, because you got to think this, every Republican or Democrat that you know about there, or even the green party or any sort of other party out there. Yeah, I'm looking at you too. Socialist party. They all have agendas and whether those agendas are going to be put across or they're going to go ahead and serve, 1% of Americans that are out there that are going to be affected by this deal. It is what it is when it comes to that. And the most unfortunate thing is I'll be hard on them too if it's not going to work for me or anybody else in my group or anybody else out there who are really just trying to survive through these stupid times. And that's why it's a carnival of confusion. But you know, I don't want to dwell down on politics for this episode because it, you know, we still got more and more. We I think we got what we got two and a half more years of Trump or something like that, or or it's like a half or half or something like that. We still got more of him to deal with right now. So you know, just stay patient, see what he does, and hold him accountable to it. Anyway, uh. So I've found out some other things, too. Uh, When I did the mini bite not too long ago, I spoke about that in clear confidence and conviction that, you know, at this current point, where are the real stories at? Where are the real movies that are going to take us to distant lands and help us see who who's going to survive and who's going to struggle through something in order to become something great at the end? Because every story in every movie is all about change. And certain movies, well, nowadays, they're not about change. They're about nostalgia. As a matter of fact, I think another another stage play is actually going to get a movie soon. I don't know about you, but I mean Cats, really? Cats are getting a movie? Didn't he have a movie a long time ago? Oh, wait, wait, wait. That was the movie of the stage play that were one of their most brilliant performances ever. I mean, it was interesting because they used to show it on PBS all the time when I was a kid. And you see the fact that cats is still being performed in so many areas. I mean, I got to give that show, you know, some respect because of its longevity, but I also have to realize this, right? What is the point of that damn musical? You know, cause there were times I was like, you know, I, I like this. It's all right. But what, what, what the hell is the point? They're just cats in an alleyway or something like that. Like exactly who is it? it- there really is no main character entirely. Cause it's an ensemble show. Excuse me a minute. Gotta water my beak. There really is no um, main character per se. I mean, there are characters, but, you know, it's just like after a while, I'm like, who is who and who's fighting what? And, and that, damn, everybody in this show is interesting. See, they're not ugly. They're just interesting. It's like, because, you know, if anything, it's no different than Planet Apes back in the day, especially when they all had to go through the, med- you know, makeup process and really look like apes which was, um, hey, could you imagine a Planet of the Apes stage show? How good would that be? Hmm, eh, some, something to think about. Hey, hey, it doesn't mean I couldn't do it. You see what I'm saying? I, You know, I can't wait till the Hamilton movie. You know it's going to happen. I mean, if we're starting to take all these stage plays and we're starting to turn them into movies now, I mean, might as well complete the trend. I mean, Phantom of the Opera doesn't need another one, though, even though I thought Gerard Butler tried to do a pretty, pretty decent job. But, hmm, well, looking at it, I can see that everybody's motion cap to really look like cats. And I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. A lot of people are saying, look, it's PS2 graphics. And I'm like, really? Is that because at the same time it just looks like it's just CGI and you can't handle it? Or is it the fact that, you know, um, hey, yeah, I don't have access to any of these kind of, these kind of, this kind of technology. So I'm going to go ahead and just try to make fun of it any way I can that's just player hating might as well be uh (laughs) i mean it doesn't look anything different to me it's just one of them things where i'm like you know what if i had the extra money i probably would go see it you know just just because can't review if i haven't seen it you know but it's just odd to me that uh cats is actually getting a movie and i was talking i think i was talking with one of my family members about that not too long ago somebody else that's really into the arts and then of course you all know how I feel about Little Mermaid. You all know how I feel about basically any any of these movies now. I think I think they're trying to push for it with the Supergirl movie too, over there at Warner Brothers, and which at the same time is like Warner Brothers, what the hell are you doing? Like you guys couldn't even get the core league right, so you're just gonna work on the outliers of the league. At least you're doing right by one thing though, because at least now, um, Batman Beyond is finally coming on the Blu-ray for its uh, 20th anniversary, so I gotta really, uh, you know, scrap and uh, hold up some money to go ahead and buy that <laughs> as soon as possible. Cause hey, Batman Beyond was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Like it took me a while to get used to it, but then you know, after a while, I kind of, kind of just said, you know what, it's this is a damn good show. Why am I hating it? And then of course, you know, when um, Return of the Joker came out, that that was a pretty deep storyline dark storyline but deep Uh, and then not only that i was watching some uh, b movies not too long ago and you know amazon prime video really grew into its own I i like it some of the stuff that they have on there very schlocky and that's just the way the j man needs it because you guys are getting the monster fest this year and i found a lot of good candidates for it Some I can't name right off now because I want you all to be excited for what's going to happen in October. And by the way, anybody else in the podverse that wants to join me on some of these episodes, uh, you know that you can always email me or you can always call in on the hotline and you got a spot. Okay? We'll try to go ahead and work this all out. And that way, you know, we get some unity around here. But that being said, i seen this one called Sleepaway Camp. Man. I I mean... You know, when it comes to, like, certain movies from the 80s and 70s, they don't scare me much. They make me laugh. But that one was pretty damn scary in the end. I mean, the killer alone, like, like I knew who the killer was. You know what I'm saying? It was it wasn't definitely her cousin. It was the main girl, but then there's something you find out about the main girl that kind of keeps you up at night. Not to mention the way her face looked at the end of the movie and the fact that, you know, that that knife and that sound she was making and you know what? Beat him down from um Cult 45 knows what I'm talking about, but uh <laughs> Oh my god. It's it, it still kind of makes me think cuz see after I'm done watching a certain movies that have twists, you know, I think of the twists, but then I always move on to what the next movie of the lineup is. This one actually made me go out and take a walk. You understand what I'm saying? You, you know one of the walks that that really make you think of like this. What is life? Where are we going? <laughs> is this the real world anymore? You know, yeah, I'm talking about it in vague tones because I want you all to see it. It's it's called Sleepaway Camp. That is going to be the one I'll give you uh, as premature. Uh, don't bother looking at the second one, the third one, the fourth one. Maybe return to Sleepaway Camp, maybe, but don't, don't look at the other ones. Just look at that particular one and, you know, get back at me about what you see, especially that twist ending because that's the selling point of that movie. And damn if it didn't sell. But as of right now, though, I see, like, they got all the uh, Jason Voorhees movies up here on Amazon Prime Video. So, you know, like like I've done with the uh, Child's Play movies, I'm going to go ahead and watch these tonight. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and sit back, get my kick out of them and stuff because, hey, it's been a while. and I need to go back to Camp Crystal Lake, especially after seeing uh, what happened at the other camp, and that was not pretty. But, yeah, I see we're getting closer to the end of the episode. Um, This isn't near black label levels yet. I just want to let you all know that, you know, I kind of really needed to talk about the social issues that go on in our world. This is a variety-based podcast at best. And, see, the thing about it is, is that, you know, once you ignore that stuff, silence is compliance in a way. And if you ignore that stuff, you know, I'm not doing anything more than making a bubble for you, which is pretty much a dangerous way of doing things. We need to be honest about the things that go on around us. Keep that in mind. But other than that, though, uh, I'm glad to be back here behind the mic. And, you know, episode 108, I have notes for that coming soon. And chances are we're going to have J360 Radio Live happening tomorrow. That will be the sixth episode. And it'll be a more fun-filled episode because it'll be me and the crew talking about some interesting issues other than, you know, What we talk about here on the J Man Show. But hey, I care about every single one of you. You all take it easy out there, and we will catch up on a few things later. All right. This is the J Man signing off. Peace.